Hey kids, uh, pardon any whirring uh, that you may hear in the background. That is my space heater because it's 39 degrees here tonight and it's supposed to get colder before it gets warmer. In the 60s tomorrow, but tonight, a frost warning. Isn't that nice? So if you hear any humming, any whirring, you'll know exactly what that is. That's a heat that's a heat source uh, directly on my person at the moment because my spinal column is going, dear God, why? And I don't want to turn the furnace on just yet. I haven't cleaned it uh, because we keep going up into the 60s and 70s. In fact, uh, the other day we were like 78, for gosh sakes. I really, you know, I don't want to turn the furnace on when it's still dirty. So... We're rocking a space heater, so pardon my dust, as it were, and uh, enjoy the episode. So, important uh, episode note number two. If if I seem to say things slightly differently, if my accent seems to come out a little more than usual, um, it's because I had a mask on at work. Now, it's a Cleveland Monsters mask, and it, the, the team was so kind to send me one. And of all the masks I have, it's by far my favorite. But, of course, I hate the masks. Uh, I'm a claustrophobic asthmatic, uh, as it is. But also, when my allergies, you know, flare up, I tend to sneeze. And when I sneeze, uh, it doesn't mean I have the COVID, it's my allergies, and I sneeze all over the inside of the mask, and now I have a snot-covered mask stuck to my face all day, chapping it, and, and, and it's just gross. And so I really don't like it. If I can catch it at all, I'm going to stop and use a Kleenex, use a handkerchief, use my arm if I have to, um... You know, if, if if I'm in the right spot where I can do it without being problematic, I will, you know, peel it off and sneeze into the nothingness, you know, the, the front yard or the parking lot or wherever I may be where there's nothing of note in the way that I'm going to be sneezing on. Well, I had a sneezing fit. It was a surprise one, and it was really a really big sneeze. And I had the mask on, and I was trying to stifle it because I wasn't going to catch it in time, and I didn't want to sneeze all over the inside of my mask. Well, in sneezing, I... uh had the mask on, so then I, I, I kind of rebuffed against that, and ultimately I bit the living daylights out of my tongue. Not just a little bit, you know, like you do sometimes. This was like I was trying to take a bite out of it. Uh, and I fanged the living daylights out of my tongue, and it's hurt uh, all day. If I keep it well lubricated, it's not quite as bad, but as soon as it starts to dry out, it makes it a little more difficult to uh, sound myself uh, 
at least as far as you're concerned. Uh, it's hard to sound very Ohioan uh, when you're talking with a, a well-bitten tongue. So if you happen to, to notice that little off uh, sound... Uh, do not be alarmed. Your phone is not dying. Your computer is not uh, ridden with a virus, although both of those things could be true. In this case, it has nothing to do with either. It's all about my freaking tongue that is begging for mercy. You want to know how cracked Rob Manfred is? So they decide to have... Uh, pseudo-bubbling for the championship games. The Dodgers are going to face the Padres. Now, those are two California teams, right? In fact, fairly close geographically. But they're not going to play in California. They're going to play in Texas. Conversely, the Yankees and the Rays face off. But they're not going to play in New York. And they're not going to play in Florida. No, they're going to play in California. Rob Manfred, you moron. So a Browns injury update uh, by the looks of it. Kareem Hunt and Denzel Ward are both uh, questionable for the next game. That could be a problem. <laughs> now, I know that there are some of you who are under the impression that Kareem Hunt shouldn't be on the team. And there are a few that think that Kareem Hunt is somehow holding back Nick Chubb. So... I guess we're about to find out how true those things are real fast. But um, Denzel Ward is not a good player to lose at all. Uh, as as rough as this defense can be at times, I mean, times, it, it's tremendous. Like, you know, getting several turnovers uh, out of, uh, out of the uh, Redskins last week. But uh, uh, losing Denzel Ward, not a good thing. In, in my estimation, he is currently our best guy in the secondary by a landslide. That's just me. Now, maybe the numbers say different. Maybe the locker room or the coaches will tell you different. Maybe Tony Grossi would love to tell you different. But no, I, I really do think... Denzel Ward's kind of the guy back there, uh, at least until Greedy Williams gets back to 100%. So I'm not liking losing Denzel Ward at all. I think that's going to be a problem. So I hope, got to hope and pray, kids, that we don't lose Kareem Hunt and Denzel Ward. We really got to hope that because uh, the defense has been a little depleted Losing, losing Denzel would be a bad, bad thing. And as much as some of you can't stand him 
for superficial reasons, and yeah, frankly, they kind of are at this point. Um, the past is the past, and there ain't no getting over it. Um, we might need Kareem Hunt. You know? Uh, Nick Chubb can't run the ball all the time. I mean, he could, but after a while, he's going to sputter out, and without Kareem Hunt back there, if they suspect the run, and it's only Nick Chubb, guess who they're going to zero in on? I mean, it takes away, at the very least, they decoy for one another. So, I'm hoping, but I guess we'll see. Uh, Brown's Injury Report Part 2 is like this. Uh, Greedy Williams, Tay Davis, and Adrian Claiborne, all parts of the defense, are out, out, out for Sunday. But it looks like Odell Beckham Jr. is ready to roll. So good news there. At the very least, we know that OBJ will be there. Uh, still still concerned for Hunt and Denzel Ward. And now to be assured that uh, uh, to be assured that uh, Greedy Williams is not there, that really would make make things hurt if uh, Denzel Ward was also out. So let's uh, let's hope for the best, I guess. Rest in peace, Bob Gibson, uh, former pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals, passed away after a long bout with cancer. It's a shame that anyone should die at all. But cancer, I hate it so much. If no one ever got it ever again, anywhere, it would be just fine by me. We're losing our heroes one by one. And now Bob Gibson, granted age 84, but there is never, ever, a good time to lose someone to that disease. I have a few friends that are currently battling that. And if you're listening, know that uh, when I tell you my prayers are with you, I mean it. And I hope every last one of you is a survivor. Best wishes and farewell, Bob Gibson. Godspeed. I've read the rather disappointing news that uh, President Trump has apparently uh, caught the COVID. Now, a lot of you I know are sad to hear this, and some of you are disturbingly happy to hear this. Now, you people who are happy about it, I, I must warn you, most religions will tell you that wishing harm or ill 
upon someone you view to be an enemy or troublesome in some way, ultimately that's going to come back to you. And they are going to be in a position where they're going to where they're going to be wishing that upon you or not. Uh, now, uh, several religions call it karma. So, just think of karma in this situation. If you're sitting around going, yes, maybe you might want to reconsider. Just saying. Do you really, really want that on your conscience if something happens to the man? No matter how you feel about him, is that seriously what you want to happen to him? Keep in mind, if something happens to him, the election in November goes all wonky, and, and the, the economy goes all wonky, all sorts of things go wrong. If, if, if something happens to him, in the next few weeks because of this, you can bet your sweet bippy we're going to have ourselves a problem. And of course, there are already uh, idiots in Washington on both sides attempting to make political capital out of it. And those people ought never be politicians ever again. They ought to be thrown out of office. And, and the media members, uh, some of them are really disgusting. Now, I, again, I understand some of you might have a few problems with him. But for the Washington Post to have a headline like, imagine if we don't have to think about Trump anymore. Referring to, what if he died? Oh boy. And there's another sick, twisted little, little freakazoid who said, have we invoked the 25th Amendment yet? You sick, sick people. You're sick. I, I, you have to just wish the man well and let, let the election play out. Okay? Don't don't get on Twitter and Facebook and be all venomous. Now, I went on Facebook. I took the headline that the Washington Post posted about wouldn't it be great if we didn't have to worry about Trump anymore? And I said, what if we said that about Biden? See how that sounds? What if I what if somebody said that about Biden? That, that would bother you, now wouldn't it? Just admit it. It's okay. It's okay to admit. There have to be boundaries. And this is one of them. This isn't a political statement. I don't want to wish that damn virus or cancer or AIDS or any disease on anyone. There are plenty of people in D.C. that I wish would, would be out of D.C. starting tomorrow, but I don't want it to be because they've been harmed in some way. You have to have boundaries. Okay? That, that's, that's my lecture tonight. 
uh, and it's not really a political one. It's more of a, it's more of a societal thing. It's more of a, it's more of a wisdom thing here. This is me imparting a little wisdom to you. Don't, don't be somebody who wishes harm on someone else just because you disagree with them on something. Okay, please. We can all do better. Thank you. Another example of what I just don't understand about 2020. The senseless violence. Today, somebody in New York City sucker-punched Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis? You know, he was in Ghostbusters. He was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. He was on SCTV. He was... He was half of the the Strange Brew brothers, the Mackenzies. What did he do to you? That that's just senseless violence. I I don't I don't care what the man thought Rick Moranis did to him. Rick Moranis didn't do anything to anybody. Rick Moranis is old enough to be my dad. He's, he's, you know, I mean, he's got, what, 67, 68? He has to be awful close to 70 by now, I would think. He's just an old, you know, an old actor fella. And as far as I know, please don't correct me. As far as I know, just a sweet and innocent fella that's done nothing to nobody. What in the world are you people thinking? There's some dude on the loose in New York City glad about how he sucker-punched Rick Moranis. Go home, 2020. You are drunk. An Irish court finally ruled, confirming something that I've been saying for 20 years. Subway bread is not, in fact, bread. And therefore, they cannot claim that they are freshly baking bread because it is not bread. Now, uh, my stomach made me fully aware of how little it was bread uh, when it didn't digest it. But um, to have the Irish court finally... uh, Tell me what I already knew. That's vindication, baby. That's beautiful. Uh, so, Subway food, yeah, you're not eating fresh, Jack. Now, this one, it, it, it might be controversial, but I again, I will, I will try to be gentle about it and understanding. Um, how can I put this... Okay, um, you know, I'm choosing my words uh, as I record. Uh, as I say, this is unscripted and unplanned. This is just things that come across my mind uh, late at night, usually. And uh, this is one of them from today because I wanted to share this with some other friends. So I'll just share it with all of you. Um. There was a man who came into the uh, came into the store I was in. I had to do some shopping. 
uh, took on a, a third job. And uh, ultimately, it's, it's, my, it's going to be my full-time job and probably my best paying by far. So I had to get some things to prepare for that uh, eventuality. Uh, but, you know, I, I turn and I see a man and he's walking not one, two dogs. Two. Now, one of them... Uh, it, it, it appears was meant to be a seeing eye dog, which is fascinating in and of itself. The other was, in fact, a, a, a comfort animal. Let, let me repeat that so you can understand... Hopefully you understand what went through my mind when I saw it. First, he's got one dog who's meant to be, I guess, his service animal, his seeing eye dog. And the other was his comfort dog. He was walking two dogs into a store to get a gallon of milk. The hell do you need the second dog for? If you, if you need a seeing eye dog, I suppose. But in this day and time, when everybody's using uh, pickup and they're using at-home delivery, and I mean, you can, you can call up DoorDash, and DoorDash will now go to the local convenience store or gas station pick up a gallon of milk, and bring it to you. That's true. Look, look it up. Look it up. This is true. You can actually order from your local gas station or slash convenience store. So, if you are in Newton, Iowa, and there's a tornado siren going off that's telling you it's dinner time, you can actually order from Casey's, Okay. If you have DoorDash. Now, why this man would bring two dogs, two, to take him from the front door of a, of a, of, of a grocery store to get milk. That's all he was getting. But of course, he went the long way around. So I saw him pulling these, you know, with two dogs on leashes, like it was a pet smart, like I was in the in the park, the you know where all where they, the the pet park, you know where they take all of the uh, take all the pets to uh, play frisbee together and take a take a dump together and so forth. I don't understand why you would need the comfort animal. Isn't your service animal? Comfort enough to get a gallon of milk? <sighs> 2020 is just the weirdest, weirdest time. I, I, I've seen so many things that, that I've just never seen before that I just can't, I can't make sense of. And uh, sorry, but the rest of us don't need to see you walking a whole litter 
of puppies to get a gallon of milk. But what do I know? You've all heard of Peter Piper and how he picked a peck of pickled peppers. Well, you should hear what Peter Parker, Peter Pettigrew, and Petey Pumpernickel all did to top him. Peter Parker, Peter Pettigrew, and Petey Pumpernickel all picked up a pint of natural pickled pink, perfectly pickled peaches, which are pickled for purpose in their produce section. They're gluten-free, you know. Just a deep thought, and I won't elaborate in, uh, in, in uh, any way, really. Uh, but just a deep thought. And uh, some of you will not be able to match my depth on this thought. Uh, but do give it a think. Is that a good enough disclaimer? Um, remember when Kanye West interrupted Taylor Swift? Remember which one we thought was the uh, loopy, Christian, conservative, Trump supporter? Now which one do you think it is? In advance, this is merely just an old school late night joke. And, uh, and you're welcome. So they say that in 2024, they're going to put a woman on the moon. After all these years, Ralph Cramden's going to finally get his wish, and Alice is going to the moon. In the old-fashioned tradition of Chris in the Morning on Northern Exposure, sometimes I'd like to share a poem that's meant something to me. And I think that this one fits the occasion rather nicely. It's called There Was a Small Boy of Quebec by Rudyard Kipling. Yeah, that Rudyard Kipling. There was a small boy of Quebec who was buried in snow to his neck. When they asked, are you frizz? He replied, yes, I is, but we don't call this cold in Quebec. Well, it's been a long day. Very long, in fact. And it's time for me to cover up under about, about 12 blankets uh, next to this space heater and enjoy a nice nap. Krista, I wish you were here. Good night, sweetheart. I love you. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go home. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go.